Hello and welcome to the fifth instalment of The Source Tapes, where once again we are here to take a look at the freshest new music to expect from the label and Source events. We have 30 minutes of hand-picked music mixed by resident and one half of Esvedra, Stephen Dovey. We also welcome talented new addition to the Source family, Turtleneck. Jake put pen to paper after the team really took to his take on a real party starter. But before we go any further, let's jump straight into the mix with Stephen, starting off in classic Stephen style with Gorgon City, the first track from their third studio album, Olympia, which dropped a couple of weeks back now. I love the angelic vocal chops in this. Stephen is just obsessed with the album, so here we go. Turn me to, 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 turn me to
stress last year another artist who steven is a massive fan of as am i he rose up through introducing and the support of jaguar which got him onto friday night's radio one support proper talented producer i'm always excited to see what he has coming out next before that reza and tom chubb with anthem a revamp of enjoys anthem with some injected energy in there that would sound great at any occasion so much feel good vibes this is the Source Tapes and resident and one half of Esvedra, Stephen Dovey is in the mix. We're currently about to go into a duo who I'm not afraid to say I am obsessed with. These guys blow my mind every single time.
Fitzpatrick's 6am Terrace remix of Shannon's classic Let The Music Play. Known for his intense techno big room sounding tracks, that one eases off slightly, providing a more nostalgic ode. And then before that, of course, Prosper and Prayer, the track which shot their career really off, dropped on stress. They can do no wrong in my eyes. The technicality of that duo is insane. I am in awe. Stephen Dovey, one half of Ed Vidra and Resident, is currently in the mix here on The Source Taste, and I am here for it. I hope you are too.
duo Trutopia with their massive house anthem, Desire. Those melodic piano lines are to die for. Nostalgic but fresh. Defo going to be one I hope to hear out this summer. Next up is Steven's very own Esvidra and their latest track, It Ain't Right, out on May Crazy right now. Euphoria at its best. Enjoy.
down one half of Ez Vidra, Stephen Dobie's mix here on The Source Tapes. Now don't forget, you can follow our socials to keep updated with all things Source at Source Stamford on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or check out the website sourcestamford.com where you can literally find everything. We've got merchandise on there, all of our artists and release info, absolutely everything is there. So go and get your Source Fix. Right, big news now. So excited. We are absolutely over the moon for founders Dan Wallace and Jason Veach who have secured a place on the lineup for Mixology Hosts Under Event on the 14th of August. They will represent Source supporting Scream and other huge local talents in what is set to be a unique monumental event for the Mixology brand. We can't thank them enough for recognising our work as a brand and presenting our residents with this opportunity. If you want to head over and support the guys and Mixology, then secure the bag now. Tickets are going fast. Head over to mixologyuk.com forward slash under and that's where you can find all of the details about the event and get your tickets. Also, Mixology UK on all of their socials and Source Stamford also to find out information. I actually cannot wait for that. You're going to want to keep an eye out on Mixology and our social media. Time now for another Source Chat on the podcast and this month to mark his release upcoming on the label I'm joined by Jake Watkinson aka Turtleneck. Now bass is always very prominent in his tracks probably from his background on music which we're going to delve into soon. Jake has been making music for a number of years now under a few aliases um, but the Turtleneck alias has only been going for around a year and a half which I was quite surprised at. Um, It sounds like he's been making Tech House for much longer longer than a year and a half. So let's get started. Hi, Turtleneck. How are you doing? Hello. How are you doing? You all right? <laughs> all good here. So let's get started. Tell me about It's Time. Um, the track you're releasing on the label. Give us a bit of a breakdown of how it was made, how long it took, all that good stuff. All right. So yeah, It's Time. It's a bit it's a bit of a banger, if I'm honest, if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, let everyone de- I'll let everyone decide though. But um, yeah, it's just... Um, classic sort of vocal hook um i'd actually made it probably about a month or two before i actually sent it over to source but it was just sat on my hard drive and one day i just went on ableton and i was going through some old tracks because they just end up piled up and yeah clicked on it and i was like wow why haven't i finished this why haven't i finished this so then and then i found the vocal hook and then i was just singing it in my head all day do you know what i mean so i was like yeah that's definitely the one and just chucked it on uh, and sent it over yeah I think that's the beauty of it. Like, um, I've spoken to many producers in the past and, you know, they'll sit and work on a track and be like, this isn't working. They'll get frustrated. They'll go away or just rip it up and make something completely and it can literally just make, like, happen like that. And it makes or breaks it. Yeah, yeah And it, it's, it's just mad how it, like, it just happens. You're like, right, that's not the one. You'll come back and you'll be like, why have I sat on this for so long? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's exactly what happened with it. Well, no, I, I might have gone back to the track and because I was out and I was like, it's bad, it's time tonight, it's bad. <laughs> and I was just like singing it in my head and I was like, what is this song? And then I went on my computer and I was like, that's the song. Do you know what I mean? And it was already on the, and I was like, why haven't I done, why haven't I finished this? So that's, that's essentially it, yeah. I've just got so many tracks in the library, I can't even count them all, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, majority, majority are terrible, yeah. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to send you some see what you think every <laughs> single person says this and they're like 
yeah, they're all terrible. I'm going to have to send you some. Like, okay, I'm just going to have a folder of terrible tunes. <laughs> they're not going to be terrible. Entitled <laughs> yeah. Terrible Tune Folder, yeah. <laughs> Tracks not to play on the radio. Um, <laughs> so what was kind of in mind then? So you sent it a couple of months ago. So we was in lockdown, but we had a bit of, you know potential release date I think by then so was you know the parties the clubs was that in mind when you were making the track yeah well I mean I I sort of had 21st of June in mind and mm. it seemed like it would have been a perfect track for when the clubs open yeah it's party time do you know what I mean it, that with the vocal and stuff but obviously that didn't happen but um I've been on Twitch and stuff quite a bit playing it on there and it just sort of just seemed to fit do you know what I mean yeah, I feel like we're going to talk about Twitch a bit later on, but I feel like with us being locked up, I think it probably has made everybody be like, yes, because it, it's going to be party time on hopefully July the 19th. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. I feel like I don't even know the date anymore because it's just, oh, but yeah, fingers crossed. Not June the 21st, July the 19th, it's going to be party time. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was actually my birthday on the, uh, the 26th of June, so... That first week would have been that first birthday weekend. week. My girlfriend's yeah. birthday the day before as well, so we were going to celebrate oh my God, really hard. Time. And obviously, yeah, been postponed. But that would have popped off. We're yeah. Keeping safe. yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all keeping safe. It will happen at some point. Whenever it happens, I'll be happy. <laughs> so I absolutely love when artists mix up house tracks by including break beats or elements not typical to like a standard house track. So what made you include that in its time? Oh, I've actually been doing a few tracks at the minute where I'd be sort of incorporating sort of um, house sort of bass lines because I, I used to make sort of drum and bass and stuff mm. like that. So I've been making some drum and bass tracks recently with sort of house inspired and acid sort of uh, bass lines. And I thought, what if I flipped it the other way and sort of did like a, a house track, but inspired by some of my sort of like jungly sort of bits mm. and stuff like that. So that's where the breaks sort of come in, but with the, the sort of 4-4, four, four, four to the floor sort of dance the kick drum and stuff like that so yeah I feel like that's personally why I love it so much because we're going to talk about that drum and bass like Jungle Alias and I feel like I love that kind of music love house music so marrying it together for me is just like the one <laughs> yeah for me it's just uh, sort of keeping it keeping it as interesting mm. I mean, for, for people listening, but more interesting for myself, do you know what I mean? Because otherwise I'm just going to get bored. I sort of take an influence from everywhere and just sort of try and throw it into a track. It's just going to be, hopefully try and be a bit different with it. Yeah. And uh, I think I think it's sort of done that. Even though the, the, the vocal sample, I think people might have heard it in places before, but stuff like that just keeps stuff interesting, keeps it flowing. Exactly. And then it's like, you're kind of like a producer where you never know what it's nice to have a like a signature sound but i also like it when you've got those producers that you never know what they're going to quite make next and that just makes it more exciting because if you're going to make the yeah, same definitely. stuff like you expect it and it's great but spicing it up got to spice the life up spice spice of the life yeah spice that's the one. Only life spice girls in yeah. spice. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously a lot of producers on our radar are very new um to production Given your production background and quality output across genres, what advice would you give to producers that are looking to get signed by a label? Like, is there any plugs that you swear by or techniques you use that you feel like you've really brought brought you on as a producer? I think the main thing for me is just sticking at it. It's um, it's a long... I mean, I've, I've probably been producing... I think I was making drum and bass for about five years before I even started Turtleneck. So yeah. that's so about seven years altogether. So just stick with it 
or if you want to progress really fast just lock yourself in a room <laughs> as sad as it sounds do you know what I mean but so COVID's probably helped with that actually but mm. um, plug-in wise a- Ableton stock plugins for me they're amazing they're just mm. they're the ones that come come with the software do you know what I mean it's uh, but yeah Serum for sort of baseline stuff like that um, yeah keep keep making tunes try and always just like try and like go back to it and maybe even write down on a whiteboard just like oh change this change that ask people for feedback just constantly improving and when it comes to labels just um, make yourself like look professional when you're emailing them yeah, reach out to labels that you like and sort of use the, the smaller labels as sort of stepping stones to sort of go up to them bigger labels because um, bigger labels sort of like to see you on some of the smaller ones first so they can see how you're doing and stuff like that. But yeah, just keep it up. Yeah, no, good points there because to be fair, I mean, I <laughs> definitely don't call myself a music producer but when I was a teenager, I mean, fun fact, don't think anyone knows this actually, but I used to produce music like for fun, very much for fun. Um, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but the the free stuff is literally incredible, and I see some massive artists, um, producers to this day, do little Instagram reels, and they all use like they don't pay that. You know, they you don't have to fork out to do this kind of stuff, and um, and then yeah professional is key you can't be emailing people like yo mate here's my track <laughs> yeah yo check this out and then don't even leave your name or your email yo, anything. I think I used to be like that and I was thinking why why don't I get replies do you know what I mean this is when I first, I must have been 14, 15, 16 or something and I was yeah. just like and then I've read some of the email and I'm like what am I sending out yeah to check this wicked tune you're never going to hear anything better than this like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no it always and you know what just being a nice person as well because I feel like if people get rejected some people can be bitter and I feel that that's not the way that's not how yeah. you grow yeah definitely don't, don't let it sort of put you off because mm. I mean sometimes, like, I think I've sent tunes to labels before they didn't want it and then I've obviously gone away and improved a bit on it. Like, take, if they do give you feedback, just sort of take it on board and just work with it. And then maybe a year down the line, send them another one or a couple of months down, whatever. Do you know what I mean? But they, yeah. they're always keen to listen. Exactly. Especially when you're and you've been sending them uh, decent music and stuff so. yeah like it now might not be the right time but it doesn't it's not a no so yeah no I think they're yeah. really they are good old tips then um, so this is a classic question of mine I always love to ask this one how would you describe the track it's time in three words so I'd say groovy dancey and old school that's two words but Oh, that's like one phrase. I thought thought you were going to keep on with the E theme and be like, vibey. Vibey. Fancy. Yeah, we can go all day with those. (laughs) No, I like that choice. That does definitely sum it up. Um, So moving on to you, (laughs) I've got a few theories, but I really want to know, where has the name Turtleneck come from? It's a classic cliche question, but I feel like this is unique. Where has Turtleneck come from? (laughs) <laughs> so yeah uh, actually what's what's your what's one of your theories and I'll tell you if it's if it's right well I mean the classic one is like you love turtles or you had a pet turtle <laughs> as a kid um, actually that, that'd probably be a good one actually but it's uh, it's not true yeah pretty, pretty much there's no there's nothing there's no fun story behind it I was hoping 
I was hoping you could give me one. And I'm like, yeah, it's that. And I'll claim oh, yeah, like, it. Yeah. It's turtleneck. Copyright. Turtleneck history. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like but, your favourite colour is green or? <laughs> no, it's not. Basically, I was in Bristol and um, yeah, got booked for a gig, but it was a, ha- a house gig. And I, I was mm. drum and bass sort of DJ at the time. So um, getting booked for that. And I was like, oh, but I didn't want to put my drum and bass alias name down for it. So yeah. I was like, oh, there was, oh give, us your, give us your name. And I was like, Oh. Just sort of panicked, yeah. and it was between that and yellow, yellow belly, because obviously I'm from Lincolnshire, and that's like a yellow belly. Yeah, I don't know. So it was a choice between oh, yeah. those. So, so the name's not actually. It's yeah. It's it's not got a fun. It was just so random. Origin origin behind it. There's no yeah. There's no. I need to make up a story and just stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's really funny though because they were like, right, yeah, what's your name? And you're like. Oh my god! I don't know what my name is, <laughs> but I feel yeah, like but that's, that's pretty much it. And I was like, but I don't know where turtleneck. It must have just popped into my head, and I don't know. I mean, I rolled with it, and then I've, there's certain points uh, from when I started. I'm like, should I be sticking with this? It sounds a bit weird, but I'm is used to it. I quite, I quite like it. Yeah, no one else is going to call themselves turtleneck. Do you definitely have a turtleneck jumper in your wardrobe? If you don't, then well, I do have a turtleneck. I just don't suit them very well. Oh. People, people seem to think it's because of my beard, and I think that's I why I can't it. wear a turtleneck. Is because it, it, the beard. It's like you <laughs> don't know where the beard the stops. <laughs> yeah, you don't know where the beard stops and the turtleneck begins. Do you know what I mean? So uh... I think you went with the right name though, because when you said yellow belly, the thing in my head was like, like a giant. <laughs> Like a yeah, with a big yellow belly, he's got oh, some kind of disease or something. Yeah, like what's that? Um, oh, it's Green Giant, you know the peas man, the green. Oh, the sweet oh, corn green, man, sweet yeah. Man. I green just kept, Giant. Just kept thinking of him, <laughs> so I think you went with the right name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, the start. Yeah, the story of it is just I didn't know what my name was, and we just went with it. I, I didn't like actually that. even play the gig in the end. I had, Did you not? I moved back. <laughs> yeah. I had to move back like a day before. Oh. So then one of my friends like stood in and I think he got kicked out for playing the wrong style of music. Oh God, so scary. it wasn't, the first gig for Turtleneck wasn't a, a strong And one. did they think he was Turtleneck? Are they like, got that Yeah, they just, they just turned up. I think I might have messaged them and said. Oh, my mate's turning like, up instead. Yeah, he's turning up instead. Yeah. And then he ended up playing. I think he ended up playing breaks or something, and they wanted like a house or yeah. tech set, and they were like, "This is Ooh, this is, this not, is not what we yeah. asked." And I was just like, "I was the other end of the country, so yeah." You were like, "I don't care at the minute. <laughs> Do whatever you want." Oh god, that. Do you know yeah. what? I like that story. That is, <laughs> I will have that story. That's fine. <laughs> Take it. Yeah, I, I need to think of a fun, a more fun one, but yeah, that'd be lying to people then. Isn't it? And so, then when yeah. you get big and famous, you'll have like when everybody says. Oh, where's your name come from? <laughs> You'll yeah. be like, right, it's this story. <laughs> so you've also, apart from Turtleneck, you've also got your alias Jaywalk, which you started mm. out in, as we've mentioned, jungle, drum and bass roots. So I love this alias. I want to know all about it. And how did you just progress into Tech House? Yeah, that's a bit of a weird one. I think it sort of stemmed towards, uh, again, back, in, back when I was living in Bristol studying. And... Um, Playing a lot of gigs at that point with under Jaywalk when we was down there, and I was moving back, and I don't know what it was, but with house, I'd, I'd never really understand. I don't know, maybe I didn't understand it, or a lot of my friends were never really into it growing up and stuff. Um, and I think I was just listening to the wrong, wrong stuff, or just not giving it the time of day. And then I heard mm. someone, I was like, "Have you heard that bass? That's so groovy." Do you know mm. what I mean? And I was like, "I, I really want to sort of." get into this a bit more so I, that's why I started 
sort of DJing it a bit more and that's where I got that gig from we were talking about a minute ago mm. um, and then I just started producing it and I thought I can put my own little spin on this and yeah. sort of Emerging. and not trying not to be the same as the one out and sort of come from it from that drum and bass maybe perspective and sort of add a bit more bass to it or take yeah. it away and put some breaks in there or whatever because one of my favourite producers is Eli Brown and he come from like drum and bass roots and he like really? does dark house like at its As I best. I he's quiet. He's quiet. Just like thumping. Yeah, stuff like he, like I mean? those bass lines come from his like drum and bass roots. Like, yeah, he used to produce drum and bass for years and then moved to house. Really? I, I might have heard someone. I just haven't clocked it. Clicked, but yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check that out afterwards. I feel like now when you listen to Eli Brown, you'll be like, right, I know. Yeah, you I can, can tell. It, yeah, you can so <laughs> tell. I think I've always just kept it interesting, just mixing up the style. I think I made some grime sort of beats and like dubstep and stuff along the years. Haven't we all? Mixing it all up. I need to hear yours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was definitely 14, 15. So was... Is it? <laughs> no, I bet, I bet they're decent. I bet, you're, I bet they're better than what you're giving them credit for. <laughs> but, um, but no, do you know what? Now, now you touched on grime, I feel like... It all does intertwine. I've, you know, even in sets that I've heard from house DJs, they'll put like a grime instrumental over the top or like a grime vocal, and it just sounds great. Stuff that you'd never expect. It's just like the sort of roots of the, the UK, and it, yeah. it's just you, the UK sound is just, I don't know, I think you can mix it all into it. Like some of my yeah. DJ sets, like I'll start on something like something like house, and I'll end up garage, garage right, yeah. and then I'll be, and then I'll end up drum and bass, and then I'll be back to house, and it's like just keeping it interesting. They're so. the most enjoyable, though. I find, like, I think that's why I, I love a Mike Skinner set because I feel like he plays everything. He just goes from. So I've never, I've never witnessed one, but I can imagine. I think my mum's seen him actually. I no, so kind of, really. Yeah. <laughs> Tell next mum's seen Mike Skinner. But she went to Glastonbury the other year and she just came back. She's like, oh. that we'll see them on telly or we'll, I'll be listening to such like, seen them live. Seen them live. I'm not like, I've just, I've just been sat at home, do you know what I mean? Watching it on the telly and she's just like, seen them. And Mumsy's like, like, yeah, me and Mike's going to just hung out backstage at Glastonbury. Yeah. Well, I think she said she bumped into Stormzy. Um, no. But there was, yeah, she might have started and then there was all this security. She went over to him and then there was all this security around and it was like. Being like, who's this? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's classic though, isn't it? It's like people can be massive fans, but then like my mum or dad will just go and be like, "Oh yeah, I saw them. Like yeah, I had a chat with him. I had a cup of tea and biscuits with him." It's like, did yeah, you? How much last for the after party and <laughs> yeah. that? You know yeah, it's mean? a shame you weren't there. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool, mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> One of your tracks, "Step Right Back," was released on the legend DJ Zinc's label, Bingo Bass. So, how did that happen? Because he's an absolute legend. Yeah, Zinc is he's a massive inspiration to me, to be fair. Um, yeah, that was weird. It was, I sort of made the track um, and I was sat on it for a little while. This is during, this That was actually made during uh, lockdown, the first lockdown. Mm. Or I might have started it just before or something, but it sort of inspired sort of UK bass, but then it's also got like the, the sort of tech house sort of feel to it. Yeah. So it's kind of a bit of a hybrid sort of track. And as, yeah, as soon as I sort of finished it, I was like, this would be perfect for him. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. uh, so I messaged him on Instagram and got his email address. And just, I think I sent it and he replied to me in the same day, just like, wow, want this track. And I was just like, I was sat at home, just like <laughs> middle of COVID, like obviously not been out anywhere in about yeah. a couple of months. And was just like, my head was just like Blown. blown up. Yeah. You know, into pieces. Go yeah. On. <laughs> Let's get the drink. But yeah, it's just one of your idols just sort of uh, turning around and just messing you back. It's like, yeah, I want to sign this track. 
can we can we it's get crazy. it sort of sorted? Yeah. Still yeah. now, just thinking at the moment, I was just I was just blown away. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I didn't really know. And then everyone in my house, like my mom, Katie, even my girlfriend, she didn't really know who he was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not massive into that that sort of music. So mm. it was sort of like I'm just sat there, like, like wanting to share this it. with someone, Aww. and they're just all like. Who? Who? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, what? How'd you Could be the man from down the road, like. And, but then I'll start singing one of his songs, and I'm like, oh no, I love that oh, song. Oh like, yeah, that's hilarious, though, isn't it? I feel like you know you'll have something that you find so big, and then they're like, who's that? Like, yeah, and, like, and it's, oh. it's it's yeah, it's just it's like your sort of world, isn't it? It's what you're yeah. surrounding yourself that's it. with. It's, yeah, it's your little world, and like. Yeah, some people aren't known to, you know, <laughs> the outer world of like your mum, your dad, your grandparents and stuff. And then they're like, Natalie, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Get to know mum and dad. <laughs> so as we've touched on, you know, you're a very varied producer. Bass is really prominent. So you mentioned DJ Zinc being a massive inspiration. Who else are your inspirations? Because I can imagine this being <laughs> nice and varied. As I say, it's all over the place, really. Um, this is like the track, you know. This is like the question, like, what's your favourite track? Are you like, I have yeah, a fucking like, clue. Like, you like, track? I love music. Uh, I don't know what my favourite track. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, DJ Zinc definitely a big influence. Um, I'd have to say also, like, um, I don't know if you've heard of Need for Mirrors. He makes uh, sort of drum and bass, but ever since I sort of found out about him, it's just each. I mean, he's always making drum and bass, but it's each track is so sort of different and he's always trying he's trying to like bring influences from like grime and like other areas where other people probably aren't really doing mm. and he just does it so well and it's like i don't know for me that's just like how i sort of want to go and just sort of yeah bring bring everything together and just sort of uh yeah so new for mirrors probably i'm gonna go check them out I, yeah that sounds i'm sold <laughs> it's like quite no niche. go for it he's, 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 yeah. he's, he's mental yeah mm. really good producer Nice. Um, so, even though, you know, you've been doing music for years and stuff, like, you know, we we said, like, what kind of advice have you got? You've also been, you know, supported heavily by introducing, which, um, you know, is for up-and-coming producers, artists, bands, you name it. Um, Hannah Fletcher in Lincolnshire, and then when I've had the chance myself on introducing Cambridgeshire, what does that kind of mean to you, especially, like, being played in your, like, home turf if that makes sense <laughs> yeah it's great especially hearing it actually on on the fm on the fm dials you know what i mean it's sort mm. of like you can actually get in the car put it on or tell your mom that everyone just like oh everyone lock in at this time it's sort of it's amazing do you know what i mean yeah uh probably best decision i ever made sort of uploading to them guys so yeah because people do get scared don't they and they're like oh it'll never be played never be heard like they'll probably get loads of tracks you know sent in they'll never sift through mine but you know it's not the case <laughs> i mean i think yeah i think that's i think that's maybe what put me off uh uploading before i always thought it's bands and stuff like that but mm. i think there is it is the would you say like the market is sort of more opening up for 100 I mean, yeah i think with people being actually cheaper computers and do you know what i mean and they can do everything on their own it's sort of producers are actually getting that chance now so yeah it's the best time to actually do it yep the time is now <laughs> 
So we've touched on COVID slightly. I feel like there's going to be no interview now where we don't mention it because it is life. Um, or it's been a past event in life. So you seemed really busy in lockdown with your weekly kind of like twitches that you do. Um, Is that something that you just kind of do through board? I mean, they were very creative. I'll just say that I loved it. Um, Did you kind of do that through boredom or like, did you always kind of want to do this thing um, and you just didn't have the time? Because I feel like, um, as a kind of like uh, very much beginner DJ, I'm always like, right, I need to do like Insta reels. I need to post mixes on SoundCloud. I just don't get the time. And I know that's like everybody's biggest excuse, but I feel like, and I definitely didn't do it in, in lockdown, which would have been my best opportunity. So yeah, is that kind of the same for you? Have you always wanted to do it, but not at the time? Or was you simply just like bored, let's have it on a Friday night? <laughs> well, actually, originally I started doing the, the live streams on Facebook. I had like three months furlough or something. So I was sort of mm. going insane. So that was sort of out of boredom and just trying to, people who were at home, just sort of trying to do something that they could watch in the day it's and just sort of yeah. join in and sort of, and I, I was sort of drinking. So it was. Yeah, it's like it you was, was out, yeah, but it was you weren't. Yeah. A, it was a bit, of a, a bit of a night out for me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> that was on Facebook, but there wasn't really much sort of structure to that. Then I, then I actually started on uh, Data Transmission mm. around the start of lockdown. And I had a yearly sort of residency with them. So that was just like doing a, a monthly radio show. And I thought I could carry on doing another year. Or I've seen a few of my mates being over on Twitch. And I thought I'd, I'd, li- I'd like doing the radio stuff, but it was it was all pre-recorded. So I couldn't interact with the, the, uh, yeah. the people listening. Yeah. And I didn't really get the figures back. So I didn't know who was listening and stuff like that. So Twitch, I just sort of jumped on there. And, and you then you've see. got the, the yeah. instant chat and you can actually, and it felt, and then by that point, because this was only three, maybe four, four months ago, something like that when I started on there. And it was probably just, it was like a, a going out for a night out. Yeah. Even though I was sort of in a room talking to myself, playing music, <laughs> but it felt like everyone was in the room with me, which is yeah, really which... bizarre. And everyone's talking in the chat and it's like, it's, you know, it just felt like a night out. And then if you have a couple of drinks of that, it's sort of... And then, yeah, the night's away. Like, it's like we're basically out. Yeah, I feel like from watching people's, you know, Twitches, it is literally like you're sat in a room with your mates having a chat with a beer, but, like, nobody's in that room. Reality, you're on your own and you're sort of, um, yeah, so I'm lonely. <laughs> so, reality, I was just thinking back, where did I used to watch Twitches? In my bed, just sat in my gym jams with, like, my teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, you, you just sat there, you're behind the screen. Like, I think I'm... Some, and then sometimes, like, afterwards, you can, like, raid people, so... I'm sort of like raiding like Bob Ross. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah. Like the painter guy. Oh, and yeah. like every, everyone's like in, in my stream, like listening to like all this dance music stuff. And then we all like, we all go as a group to Bob Ross. And it's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, let me paint these little little trees. And you're like, what? what is going? It's like a massive mood killer, but then everyone's vibing out in there. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. The after party, the after after party. Yeah. Out. <laughs> the most soothing after party ever. <laughs> but no, Twitch is great. Um, I think Ollie Remington and mm. uh, Stephen Dubber, I think they, I sort of, because they saw me on there, they were sort of like, oh yeah, let's all, let's you inspired jump on Twitch as well. So they were sort of, <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? But then it's like, but then it started, gra- like, do you know what I mean? Because then they've got people who are doing it as well. So it's sort of, yeah, it was a nice, like, little community, community sort yeah. of growing around it. Yeah. And I don't think I would have really met Stephen if it probably wasn't for that anyway. Yeah. So, it, yeah. And then it sending, him, sending him tracks to play on his stream as well. So it was sort of, 
it's a nice sort of it loops around. You know what I mean? If it weren't for Twitch, you know, we might not be having this chat right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, you Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so when you were furloughed and stuff, did you get creative then? Like, did you do the cliche lockdown? Let's do some goals list, like, or did you just take time out for yourself? It was, a, it was a bit of both. I mean, I don't, I don't I'm not, I'm not um, one for sort of writing down my goals. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very well prepared. Mm. It's sort of when I, if I've got time to do something, I'll do it. And obviously, I had loads of time. Yeah. And at the time, ta- at that time, as Sorry, I've said time loads. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are pushing. It's, it's the time. Track it's time, isn't it? So it's sort of, it all it fits in. in. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I had, I had loads of time on my hands and I kept seeing on Facebook people like, oh, I'm not motivated to do it. But at the start for me, I, I was just sort of using that to try and get as much done as possible because I knew. The novelty, yeah, I, would wear off. Yeah, once it, it's sort of worn off or whatever you'd like to call it, it's just sort of, and that's where it hit me and I couldn't, get in the studio and write something do you know what I mean mm. so it was sort of just take take advantage of it where I can and then I'll be back at work and not having the time to actually exactly and I think I've, I've yeah I probably made must have made like I don't know probably about 20 finished tracks or something in oh nice or near enough finished yeah and uh, I signed one the other day which I actually started or finished just at the start of lockdown so I've been sat on that one for about a year so it's kind mm. of it's nice but it's yeah no but i feel like um you're you know even you might not come back to that track or you know you might make changes to it in another year's time like it doesn't always it's not always instant is it you know you'll sit there i mean i've spoken to people and um there's been tracks in the making for like three years but they haven't found the right label or like finished it how they want to like these things take time (laughs) but that's it yeah you've got to be you've got to be happy with it and um I think as I as I've got sort of well, I'd say better as an artist, I've sort of learned to to appreciate the fact that it actually does it takes more time than you actually think yeah. it does. Do you know what I mean? And if you're you're happy with it now, like maybe in two weeks you're not gonna be happy with it, do you know what I mean? So it's mm. sort of don't rush things and just sort of if you're gonna be sat on a track for a year, you're gonna be sat on it for a year or Yeah. Yeah, the no, worst I mean. thing is like rushing it and then sending it and be and then like you're hearing you're like, I'm cringing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> rushing into things, no, no, no. Um, did you ever like during lockdown think, is there anybody you'd like to collab with in the future? Anybody local or like, you know, aim big? <laughs> yeah, so I've got quite a lot of collabs on the go already, which I should probably finish off. Um, most most of them are near enough done. It's just that doing them fi- final sort of touches. Ollie Remington is actually someone I'd really like to collab with, which is easily doable because he doesn't look too far away. Yeah, I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I thought you were going to say. Yeah, but I, I just think his style is really good. Yes, sort of, no, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially with, if we did something like it's time because it, I feel like he. He'd really add to the track. Mm. Um, I feel like he's a very versatile producer as well. So, like, um, for me, I always think of, like, and this is no disrespect, I think of lift music when I think of Ollie. Not in, like, a disrespectful way, but he's got those, like, chilled terrace bar. Very low Yeah, sort of. like, let's go with terrace bar because lift sounds, yeah, that doesn't sound very nice. Sorry, Ollie, if you're listening. Not music. <laughs> That's what we used to cut every time. Yeah, every time we'd go in a, in a co-op or something, you've got that 
that soothing like, yeah, kind of like, lift music, like you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ollie, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way at all. No, 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 definitely Ollie, not. No, no. <laughs> he's got that kind of vibe to it. But then I've also heard like other stuff from him, um, you know, and then he's done his like um, other like house heaters, you know. So yeah, I think he'd be really interesting for you to club with because you never know. You could do like drum and bass and jungle meets terrace bar lift vibes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> drum and bass, a drum and bass party in a lift. That'd be mental, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can you imagine? But, uh, there's, there's, probably, there's probably tons of other people that I'd like to uh, yeah. collab with. Um, and and the thing is, with lockdown, it sort of it sort of opens uh, the world to me a bit. Do you know what mm. I mean? Because obviously, before you sort of interacted with people, I mean, you're always talking to people online, but yeah, no, now I'm more so more than ever. Do you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. now I'm talking to people in the states all the time and getting collabs started with them. And nice. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like people from Australia. So it's kind of it's open that sort of. T- I mean, because we'd be on there anyway, but now yeah. it's like we've had we've just all been trapped inside, haven't we? So it's yeah, sort of so we're just everyone's do it. chatting now. Yeah, and just uh, experimenting and sort of. Yeah, getting on with it. Yeah, no, nice. Oh, I'm excited for when these eventually do come out. Um, So I know myself and Stephen from Source are massive fans of your Fleetwood Mac Dreams remix. I just can't stop playing that. Stephen's been supporting it in his um, Twitch streams and in bars in Peterborough when he's been playing out recently. So how would you feel about the possibility of a remix duty for a future Source release? That'd be wicked. No, I'd love, I'd love to do a, a remix for Source. Uh, I think they're one of them labels that are just always pushing. Uh, every single release by them has just been great so far. And when I heard um, Ollie Remington's and Brad King's track, when Giants, yeah, remix, uh, jumped when they jumped on the remix, I was just like, that, that's amazing. Do you know what I mean, I love the fact that they're actually doing the remixes in house as well. So I'd love to jump on that. Yeah, it was a nice way to start late. Thanks on behalf of the label, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I just have to say thanks on behalf of the label. Um, yes, I feel like uh, that was a nice way to start the label, you know, having an EP with a remix on it. And then when Giants did their EP, you know, the duty was... They, you know, the they return, sort of... Yeah, uh, return the yeah, favour. Return the favour anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I feel like you could bring something very different to a remix as well, which I'd be excited to hear. So, all right, we'll tick that. You know, we'll have the official conversations off podcast and we'll do that (laughs) but that i'm I'm all here for it bring it on lovely so um have you got anything booked in the diary you know what's you know if you have what's your first track that you can't wait to play out yeah so there's there's been a few gigs uh sort of cancelled they've been pushed they've been pushed back so they're actually the first one is on like the 27th of July. That's down in London. Nice. So that should be fun. Yeah. Um, next one, which is we're in Lincoln with uh, Drippy Boy Recordings, um, with who I'm a resident for. So that's going to be really good be fun good. to be back there. Yeah. That's down at Aikido. Um, and then the next one's a festival in August Ooh. in Cumbria. Yeah, called nice. Solta. So that should, be, that should be a lot of fun. Um, but first track back, I'd, I'd love to say I'd like to play one of mine. But yeah. I think it's got to be Sammy Vergy, Quarantine Done. If you've heard that, I haven't it's, uh, it's just got this little vocal sample and it's like, COVID gone, quarantine done, COVID. And it's like garage <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it's, it's yeah, I love a great track. I mean, oh. he's one of my uh, one of my favourite producers and mm. I think that that track to come out of lockdown and sort of, do you know what I mean? I think everyone's been waiting for it to drop. So, so it's relatable. Gonna... It's like the... Um... 
Liverpool was it Liverpool the Liverpool event when they dropped like Ultranate everybody's free or it's you know <laughs> yeah yes yeah. like, see that's, that's the kind of bit I, yeah. I feel like I want to play a track but I don't want it to be too cheesy or do you know what I mean but uh, <laughs> I think I think Sammy Blergy's done that perfectly yeah um, if not it would probably be his time isn't it do you know yeah, what I mean it's, it's time for a party it, so yeah. it's got to be his time yeah yeah I, do you know what I feel like that kind of stuff's never going to be too, well Personally, me speaking, I don't think it's ever going to be cheese. I think, if anything, it just... Because it's, I think, the first event I ever go to back is going to be so emotional. Like, I think I might yeah, cry. Yeah, I think yeah. I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? I'm, my... I'm, I'm nearly crying thinking about it. Yeah, no, I, was thinking, like... I was thinking when we were talking about that, I was thinking, oh, better, better not uh, tear up on this. It's going to... No, my... I just hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. I got to... Uh... <laughs> just need to uh, go to the toilet. <laughs> so, what does the future hold for Turtleneck? All right, so in the future, uh, I'm just going to keep working on music, reaching out to labels. Um, hopefully, going to hit hit some uh, some big labels this year or next yeah. year. Um, aim for some festivals, some more bookings when uh, COVID lifts, mm. um, and hopefully seeing lots of people in the crowd. Yes, yeah, that feels like so so surreal these days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But no, no, it sounds great. So finally, how can we find you on music platforms, social media? Yeah, so pretty much it's turtleneck uh, underscore UK, pretty much across all platforms. If it's not, it's probably like turtleneck.uk. But if you write Turtleneck UK, you'll probably find me. Or you'll find some like uh, designer outlet for turtlenecks, isn't it? <laughs> But, but that's not me. I don't. I don't actually. Yeah. Don't have any I'm affiliates sure. with turtlenecks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're gonna go on SoundCloud and type turtleneck in, there's not gonna be that many options, are there? <laughs> that's yeah. the thing with a good name. <laughs> oh well, it's been absolutely great to chat to you, Jake. Congratulations on the track. It's so uplifting. It's what we need in these times. But no, great to chat to you, and hopefully we'll chat soon again on another podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. That was Jake Watkinson, a.k.a. Turtleneck. His track, It's Time, is out exclusively on Beatport next week, the 16th of July, for two weeks, and then it will be available on all platforms from the 30th of July. It's a proper party starter track in perfect timing for summer and reopenings. So be sure to go and grab a copy on Beatport and then add it to all your playlists on the 30th of July. Now, every month we get a very special source tape mix from the artist released on the label. So without further ado, here's Turtleneck's Source Tape Mix. Hello, I'm Turtleneck UK and you're listening to my Source Tape Mix. Lots of heat in this mix from myself and also some absolute belters that are inspiring me at the minute. I hope you enjoy.
Puerto Rican Chinese boys. White tie, tie, toy, tie, tie. White toy, tie, toy, tie, tie. Girls, girls, get that cash. If it's not a five or shaking it, ain't no shame, ladies, do your thing. Just make sure you're ahead of the game. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It's rough from that if it's lying at the It's rough from that if it's lying at the If you got a big, let me search it to find out how hard I gotta work you. It's rough from that if it's lying at the It's rough from that if it's lying at the
good full of his back catalogue and a few cheeky new releases in there along with his inspirations really loved that one absolutely loving that last track pose which was released in june now if you think you've got any of your own tracks that we'd love to hear then just create a private soundcloud link and email that across to us on promos at sourcestamford.co.uk for your chance to join the source family don't forget you can listen back to this and all of the source tapes to follow on our soundcloud account just simply search for source stamford and give us a follow whilst you're there too also, you can get this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search for the source tapes, spelled S-R-C tapes. And that is another episode wrapped up. I'll be back next month with a new mix, a new chat, and a spicy added extra, which you'll have to wait and stay tuned for. Adios, take care, love to you all, and I'll see you next time.